Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Life in General podcast. My name is Nick. And my name is Ian. My name is Ian. And I'm bussing. And bussing. So bussing. So bussing. Hey <laughs> <laughs> guys, something else, man. Uh, so if you uh, didn't hear it from a couple of weeks ago, there's a very crazy guy. It looks like a meth addict or something on mm. uh, on TikTok. And I couldn't find the whole video. All I could find was the very end of it. So this is the, hold on. It's just the guy's like, the, the video isn't funny. It's the guy's scream. Right. It's not a scream. It's a laugh. Yeah. He's, hold on. I'll explain it. <laughs> the what, what what is bussing for those of you who couldn't see the video is he was drinking he was doing a review of what strawberry milk and a zebra cake are yeah. together and apparently they're bussing when apparently they are bussing bussing now uh, i just i would not want to be his dentist <laughs> and as you pointed out i we shouldn't jump to conclusions about meth addiction <laughs> but you're right you know i will say that like that's the one thing i i, I find comical about i don't really go on tiktok a whole lot but i watch instagram reels which is basically the same thing right i do both um, and the funny thing is like a lot of times i'm not like really watching the people in the video i'm looking in the background like, are you <laughs> yeah because there's some people have some disgusting fucking houses oh yeah they have no problem doing stupid shit on on, on social yeah media. well like, really I mean, they got if, all those uh if you're gonna do that dance can you like clean up behind you <laughs> there i see all those clickbait uh articles on facebook and i and i'm guilty of clicking on them because it'll be like you know this this selfie didn't they didn't know what was going on behind them and stuff it's always like it's some hot chick, oh. but then she's got like a dildo stuck to the wall in her bathroom and, you know, shit like that. It's like, what? Speaking of dildos. Because uh, who doesn't? <laughs> I told you, man, I said it before. I could segue off of pretty much anything. Right. I didn't know this, but there's a law apparently in Texas. You know, it's Texas. That it's illegal to own six or more vibrators. Just thought it was interesting. But there's no limit on how many guns you can buy. Yes, yeah, very true. <laughs> very true. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, only in America. <laughs> so, but continue with what you were saying. I don't know if you had to, or were you done? What was that it? What was that? What were we, other than the dildos? Oh. I, mean, I, I mean, I've got plenty of thoughts on dildos. Oh. I don't necessarily. So, so yeah. So, and, and I, t- I typically don't see, like, uh, things like that behind people in the videos. Right. But um, there, I'm... I'm kind of a kind of a neat freak. I I I like to have a clean house. Mm-hmm. Um, when we have like potlucks at work, I generally don't eat things that other people have made in their houses because other people are fucking gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I only eat stuff that's like store bought, even though store bought stuff could be equally as disgusting. Or more so, maybe there was, a, and I will say that like I, I haven't I, I haven't always been that way. There was a, when I worked in Tennessee, there's a place I worked at down there. There, there was a nicest old lady that worked there mm-hmm. and, uh, she would make these like bre- homemade breakfast sandwiches and bring them in for everyone or for like the five or six people that worked in our area. Right. And there was a day where I, uh, she brought it in and I, I took it out back. I was actually getting ready to go unload a, a semi that just pulled up and I took a bite out of it. And there's a, she's like this old lady with like long gray hair, right? Mm-hmm. I took a bite out of it and pulled like this clump of gray hair out. It was like, oh my God, this is fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to somebody else that worked at a different department. And they were like, 
Yeah, don't eat anything that she makes because, like, her, like, they said they went into her house and her house looked like, when you see the show Hoarders, that's what the inside of her house looked like. Okay. So I was like, oh my well, God. I'm just seeing her hair's falling out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, oh my God, I can't believe I'm, like, eating stuff from So, yeah, ever since then, it's like, you know what? If it's something you made at your house, unless I, like, know you and I've been to your house, right, right. I'm not eating it. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't remember where I was going with that. It's today, like, I get so sidetracked, I just forget what the hell I'm talking about. I guess. <laughs> You're, it's it's Nick's complaining day, too. <laughs> Isn't that all I do Truck with Truck drivers, oh. people making food for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah, so that's kind of what I was getting at. Was the uh, So, yeah, when I watch these videos, like I said, I'm kind of a clean person. And I, like... So people don't have, like, like I said, you know, vibrators and stuff behind them. Just they have, like, really dirty houses. Right. And I'm like, man, can you at least, like, if you're going to do that video. Tidy you, up that. Can you, like, pick all your dirty clothes up off the couch? When you're, uh, <laughs> right. Or fucking have, have some respect for yourself, yeah. damn it, before you get three quarters of the way naked and dance on the screen. <laughs> right. Well, I guess they assume that no one, if, if people are looking at the background, they're not doing their that, job that's, right. That's very true. You that's know? very true. If you're not looking at the tits, you're looking at the bed. You know, maybe <laughs> I will say wrong. though, speaking of that, you know, man, if I was a woman, if I was like a decent looking woman, I would, I would so much, I would be on OnlyFans. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm 100 percent too. Could, and you don't have to go on. You don't have to be someone that like does nudity on on OnlyFans. No, no. But you get paid more if you do. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. And if I was an attractive woman. Fuck it, I don't even care. I, I mean, some people. Don't, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Don't. I wouldn't give it all away at once, but enough to get start making some good money. Yeah, I I do know that some people have said. I'm not granted. I'm going to be completely open and honest about this. I've never been on OnlyFans. Yeah, I don't. I've, I've never, never subscribed to anything on OnlyFans. I've seen ones that were like shared on other people's, but it's usually just like you know, girl in a tank top talking. Yes. You know? Yes. And that's the like the same thing. I it, will not pay to pay to watch anything. No, I am a cheap except bastard. for like. Disney Plus. I'm a whore for Disney Plus and Hulu and Netflix, but <laughs> not for your new. But, but no, because this porn is free. You porn can, is free. Exactly. You, you can get it anywhere. Yeah, that's exactly. You know, well, but, not anywhere, but porn is very, very. Uh, um, it's got a nice selection of videos. I would say, but uh, yeah. So if I was like decent, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd have, I've had OnlyFans. I probably wouldn't do nudity or anything like that. But I would. I don't think I would do porn, but I would do. I would do OnlyFans stuff all day. But there's. A, I do know that, and that's what I was gonna say. Was I? I know that uh, I have seen where people have talked about their OnlyFans and, and say that they don't do nudity, but they do like simulated nudity. So I don't what know, the hell's that? I don't know what that is. So maybe technically like, we're all simulated nude anyway. <laughs> just it's just covered up. Uh, so I don't know if that's like nipples through your shirt or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, or know, just showing more cleavage or something. Maybe maybe something. Or like having that. like really high cut uh, shorts on or something. Or having like where your almost lip is going to pop out of your shorts. Right. Something like that. I don't know, but uh, some of those girls' lips are really fighting, <laughs> fighting to get out. <laughs> <laughs> Like sleeve of wizard, <laughs> right. was it uh, Borat? Have you ever yeah, seen that, that clip? Oh yeah, I've never really. I, played, I think you probably have. I played it for you at work not too long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've so, never seen the movie. So, it wasn't in the movie. Oh, okay. Sasha Baron Cohen was on one of the late night talk shows. Okay, as Borat mm-hmm. when the movie was coming out, and he was talking about uh, vagines, as he calls them, <laughs> and they, he made the joke about. Uh, some some girl's vagine looked like a sleeve of uh, sleeve of a wizard. Mm. I always thought that was kind of funny. 
Because it, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but if, if you are interested in it, you can just Google it on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, what? well, I guess it's not really Googling on YouTube. Search for it on YouTube. Right. I guess they're owned by the same company, so it is. Yeah, more or less. Well, the, it is. I mean, it's, no, I mean, as far as the terminology goes. Gotcha. Yeah. Googling, like Google, it's what search, there isn't like, what are, some, what are some other search engines out there? There's Bing, there's. Yeah, but no one's going to say, hey, can you Bing that for me, though? It's like. <laughs> Chandler Bing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I think of. Right, me too. Um, now, I mean, uh, what's the other ones? There's there's Firefox as a, a browser that works as a search engine as well. Yeah, but don't they, they they don't have their I don't think they have their own search engine. I think they have like it probably goes through Bing it, or something it, like yeah, that. Yeah, it goes yeah. through another one. Um, I know MSN goes through Bing because I think Bing is Microsoft. Is it? I think okay. so. I think and then so. there's like two forty one or something right. like that. It's like none of them. I mean, Google is going to have everything that those yes. other ones are going to have. Yeah. So well, Google is going to have everything of everything. So yeah, but they they do they do curate it. To the oh, to absolutely, their absolutely. financial needs rather than absolutely. our informa- informational needs. Of course, of course. Because so. it's all you know through the uh, whatever the algorithm is, right? Which is again why people, if you're going to look stuff up on Google, that's great. I want you to look stuff up, but make sure you're looking for the right sources. Yes. Don't just click on the top search. No, and that's function. so. I can't tell you how many times I've been at work, mm. and I'm like. I'll like be looking over someone's shoulder, and I'm like, "Hey, can you look this up?" And they'll like Google it, and then they right away want to click on the very top thing, and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no!" The top like four things always say like "add add" next to it. Right. Never click on those. Right. Even if it's the site you want to go to, don't click. On I that scroll one. down. I do that because like like if I'm on another computer, I don't have Amazon saved, and I search Amazon. You're, I always I always go down to the one that doesn't isn't add what is it, um. There's an it's add something, but anyway, yeah, I never click on those because it it's just it's just feeding the beast. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't have any problem with it. It's just going to take me to yeah. Amazon, but it's but like feeding a, the beast. Yes, and then that's why I said, you know, even if that is the site you're looking for, don't click on it. Right. Scroll down and actually click on the site. Absolutely. Well, that and you're never going to get the information you need right from the very first article anyway. If you're looking for something complex, I don't know. I always even if even if it does confirm what i'm looking for i'll still look at other sources i'll go down and look at other sources just to make sure yeah but i mean i can find stuff especially when i'm like looking up like stuff i when i'm researching stuff for like a school paper and stuff like that right. i find a lot of well, stuff that's different i'm first. talking about like in terms of like oh like infotainment kind of yeah, stuff yeah or even like when you're looking at political stuff or you yeah know, you, scientific you, stuff. You're, you're right because there probably isn't a, like a lot of different uh opinions out there about uh medication administration errors Right. Which is one of the last papers I wrote. That's why I brought yeah. it up. Right. I mean, it's going to be limited, if, especially if you know you're not going to go to, like, you know, Bob's medical information no, 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 to, no, no. for your to, term paper. You're going to go to, like, yeah, you, you know. You look for, like, the National Health, Health Institute or yeah, things like exactly. that. exactly. So re- reputable, real yeah. reputable sources. So, but when it comes to but politics. the National Library of Medicine, I think, is the You know, even, even just if you're looking at, like, news sources, it seems like every every week there's a new news website, and I don't know what their what their you know integrity is like. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I'm you know I'm I'm always even if especially if I don't recognize the the website, I'm gonna search around. Oh yeah, there, gonna... there was a guy I used to work with in Tennessee, and uh, 
I feel like I've had a lot of stories lately, but uh, <laughs> last episode I was talking about people throwing feces out the window, but anyway. Right. Uh, but, uh, so I worked with this guy in Tennessee, super nice guy. And uh, actually, I, I think he, like, ended up, uh, like, he ended up getting fired not after I left right. um, because he ended up being an alcoholic and showed up to work. Mixing then, strawberry milk with <laughs> cakes. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I think he ended up having a stroke or something like that. But anyway, he was a really nice guy. Yep. And, um, but he would come to me, and this was like 2009, 2010. So around that election cycle, the Tea Party cycle. Right. And he would always come to me with like this craziest shit. Like the, and like I said, he was a really nice guy. And, and we were actually able to have civil conversations, even though we were at like very different political ends. But like I said, he would just have this craziest shit. And I'm like, Man, where'd you get, where, where do you, where'd you see this at? Oh, he was like, oh, I was reading it on hot air last night. Where do you find these fucking websites, right. man? And if you go on there, it's like one of those crazy, I don't know if it still is, but right. it's one of those crazy, like f- way far left, I'm sorry, very, way far right uh, news sources. Right. And I said news and very, very loose quotation right. marks. Well, like even, even early on, I didn't know what OEN was. Yeah. You know, and it seemed when you see OEN news, you know, that it looks like it, a sound, legit, it sounds legitimate, you know, yes. and that so and then Until you, start, you reading, start looking at it. Right. You know, but if you're not like someone who delves deep into what they're reading and and tries to be skeptical and look at other sources, you if OEN comes up and you're going to read their article, I'm telling you, yeah. it's going to be 90 percent lie. I mean, yeah. that's my <clears throat> well, my experience with them. Maybe not 90 percent lie. I would say. It's, it's definitely not 50-50. <laughs> no. Uh, I would say it's it's a lot of it is definitely geared to make the reader think a very specific thing. Right. Even if it's f- factually based, it's factually based in a slanted way to make you think something else is going on. Right. But it's also, there's a lot of lies in it. The articles I've read by uh, them, I mean, it's like, well, that's factually inaccurate. That's yeah. not even bending the truth around it that's just factually inaccurate yeah but there's um, so many different sites on you know yeah. it would seem like every day he was coming up hey did you have you seen this website and i'm like i'd go on there and look and i'm like daryl why the fuck are you reading any of this <laughs> do you have a brother daryl <laughs> and another brother daryl <laughs> like i said he was a nice guy but yeah uh, well and but then again that was that was 11 years ago most likely he he might be a lot more extreme well you said he died i i think he's dead but you know today he might be far more extreme than he was even then possibly because i mean it seems a lot of people are geared towards those new sources yeah yeah seems like a lot of i don't know tennessee was a weird fucking place man it was a weird place to live like nashville is a great city yeah and it's a great city to go to and do things in and like vacation to and nashville's probably like east nashville it's probably a great place to live if mm. you can afford to live there right but, man, well, that's true of once, anywhere once you get like and even like northeast of nashville if you're in like hendersonville area and things like that really nice nice place to Murphy's be Murphy's bro seem pretty Murfreesboro, little, I mean, it had its, like you could see it had its elements, but it was mostly not upper crust, but it was like, you know. I'd, I'd say middle class. Middle class, Middle class. Yeah. It's also a college town. Right. So there's more money there because it's a college town. Right. And it's a big college. It's one of the biggest colleges in Tennessee. You know, outside, obviously, UT is the UT, biggest. Yeah. But 
and, and Murfreesboro used to be the capital of, of Tennessee because it's the geographical center oh, okay. before it was moved before the capital was moved to Nashville. But mm. you know, it's that area between like Nashville and Murfreesboro that gets kind of sketchy when you get right. in, like the Antioch, Laverne area, Smyrna. even Smyrna, yeah. yeah. Smyrna is in between, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Couldn't remember if it was before or after. And, and I guess Smyrna's not bad. Smyrna's not as middle class as where, like, the, I think the Nissan uh, plant was out there. So right. you've got kind of a, a blue collar, middle class kind of area out there, too. But I guess it's really, I guess I should kind of revise that and say from like Nashville to Smyrna was the sketchy area. Right. Like where you're, if you didn't know, you'd be like, "Oh, this isn't too bad." And you're like, "Oh, wait, am I in like Clanville?" Like- <laughs> right. Well, that's what I mean, and it's I didn't see I just, a lot of that, but I didn't travel yeah. a lot when I was down there. But you know, thankfully, I didn't see that because yeah. I probably wouldn't even stay as long as I did. There was a uh, I remember there was the a manager at the place I was working at down there back in two thousand. Probably had to have been 2010, I think it was. First couple of years I lived down there. We had a, there was a big flood. Mm. Were you living down there when the flood happened? I don't think no, I it just I just moved back. But the Cumberland River flooded and like Nashville. like completely devastated areas in Nashville. Like there were parts of Nashville, like south west side of, of of Nashville where they would like go around boats and cut people out of there out of their attics Mm -hmm. because their house is completely flooded and things like that. I remember the guy, the, 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 our manager at the time, the place I worked at was so fucking happy that that flood happened because our sales were going to go through the roof. Mm. And I was like, man, you're such a piece of shit. Well, I mean, that's not necessarily a Tennessee thing either. Or no, thing. well, just... I, I will say that he was not, he was from Ohio too. So uh, I, well, I wasn't trying to make it a, a Southern thing, right. but it was just, uh, just one of those people I came across. I'll say I worked with a lot of people down there that, uh, I mean, out of the 100-plus people I worked with at that place, uh, if I was starting my own business, I'd probably hire maybe four of them. Mm. Like, the rest of them were just, they weren't terrible employees. They just weren't good, if that makes sense. Right. <laughs> they, no, it they makes sense. good makes, employees. Yeah, I mean, they 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 serve a function. But they're they're not they're not bringing anything to the table. No, no, and a lot of the crazy thing was like it seemed like half the people I worked with were all like pill heads. Yeah. Like they're like one of our other managers ended up going to rehab while I worked there because he got addicted to pills. But I, I worked with one guy, man. He would he would take like you know fifteen to twenty oxy's a day. Wow. Yeah. Surprised he was even alive. He probably isn't anymore. Well, probably not. <laughs> That was well you know, because twelve years ago. Yeah. Well, and and since then the laws have gotten a lot stricter about that, and so he's probably he probably would have moved to meth or, or heroin in those cases if he couldn't get the pills anymore. I don't know. I don't know how the laws have changed in Tennessee. I know that they've changed here pretty. Yeah, well, I, I thought it was a federal thing, but you're right. It's I'm looking at it from Michigan from Michigan perspective. Yeah. There's that. a, you know, because there was when so when I lived down in Tennessee, there was a, a pharmacist. Well, he wasn't a pharmacist. He was a doctor. I knew a doctor in Nashville that if you went in there and gave him a hundred bucks, whatever it was, he would write you a prescription for anything you fucking wanted. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like people are like faking prescriptions and things like that. Yeah. Well, know? right. I just know in Michigan that they, they, everything is counted to the, you know, in terms of even prescriptions. 
Well, yeah, but what I'm saying, though, is like with instances like that, that's how you get around stuff like that. There was a big issue. That's why. But uh, it would it would still show up in, in, a, in a registry that this doctor has prescribed this amount of pills to this person and this person isn't getting um, going to pain clinics or anything else. Because you don't have to. You do in Michigan. Well, you do in Michigan. But yeah. and they had pen, they had pain clinics in in uh, Tennessee when I lived yeah. down there. You too. can't even get a prescription unless you go to a pain clinic in Michigan. No, no. Nope. But uh, there's uh, there was that's why Monroe County, which is in southeastern Michigan, that's why it has ha, or has had such a big problem with heroin right over the last decade or so is because there was a pharmacy. In Monroe County, that would I'm not shitting you, man. They that, and that's how they got caught. Were there, but they did it for years and years. There were people that would drive up from Florida just to go to this fucking pharmacy because they would just fill anything. Yeah, they just fill whatever. And you know, they're, I'm I'm sure they're obviously doing things that they weren't supposed to do because the pharmacist ended up going to prison. But mm-hmm. you know, and then so once the pharmacy gets closed, then what do people do? Right, they go to heroin because and it's the only thing they can get. And yeah. Sounds, yeah. Yeah, I know. I, it's it's a, I, I get I get wanting to control it, but maybe they they should be focusing on getting the pharmaceutical manufacturers to maybe try to find ways to create pain relievers that are not addictive. Well, <laughs> that's the funny thing. So when 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 uh, these drugs first hit the market in the mid to late ish nineties, yep. mm-hmm. there was a study done. And I don't remember what pharmaceutical company it was that that did the study, but basically they doctored the mm-hmm. the, I remember the results, the about it, yeah. and they only used like twenty or thirty people in their trial, quote unquote trial, that showed that these these um, the narcotics, the, the, yeah, the, the 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 drugs that they were that they were going that they created, the uh, they weren't addictive if you had pain. Like, oh, well, if, if you're just taking it for your pain, they're not addictive. And that's why, you know, it started getting all, you know, the everyone started getting hooked on all this shit because they started giving it up for pain for everything. Right. Because, oh, these these studies showed or proved that if you have pain, it's not addictive. That's mm. complete bullshit. Of course. I mean, any rational person would know that that's not Opioid. Better. That's what the word I'll Opioid, yeah. Opioid. Yeah. Opioid. So, yeah, there was, when they cre- the whole op- opioid epidemic was based off of those sham uh, studies. Still, it managed to go through, the, those studies managed to go through the FDA. The FDA doesn't, doesn't run trials. No, but they, they, they do test. They do run studies of their own. Nothing like large scale. No, I mean, no. uh, the the information that they go off is is the information provided by the pharmace- pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, that should have been their first guess. Relying on the people you're, you're. But that's how uh, all drugs I know, like throughout the last hundred years, have been made. I know. Well, and there's been the, a lot of problems with that too. You know, I don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm a science guy, so if it works, it works. But yeah, you know, there's a lot of things that have been created that cause a lot more harm than good and yeah. that's been proven time and time yeah. again and i'll say that like science has also changed a lot over the last 30 years since yeah. those trials were done so true well the the standards have changed the scientific method has essentially been no. the same for centuries but understanding of human uh, of uh biology and things like that has evolved yeah. you know we understand things better now than what we did in the 90s right oh, sir. yeah so, 
So no, yeah, looking at something like that from a 2022 perspective, it's like, oh, you fucking idiots. What do you think? Right. <laughs> but it always it doesn't always work that way. But No, uh, it doesn't. So what else is going on, Ian? I don't know how we made it through 20 plus minutes and I um the <clears throat> new inductees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for 2022. All good. That's it. All right, thanks. That's, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I mean, we were going to talk about it because there's a lot of people out there who don't think that it was good. No, there's, yeah. so I'm going to run down the list here real quick. Because I think there's, like, when, so on the Vinyl Den, we uh, we did an episode a year back or so mm-hmm. where we talked about Rock and Roll Hall of Fame snubs. And Pat Benatar was a big one that we talked yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. Because she's somebody that really deserves should, should to be, be in there. there. Absolutely. So I did a video uh, when the announcement was made, uh, you know, just recently. And in the video, I talked about how it was great that Pat, ben- ben- that Pat Benatar was finally being inducted. And there were several people that were like, you're out of your fucking mind. She's terrible. She doesn't deserve to be in there. What? Yeah. I will say that she she did make a good point, but it's also a, a null point. Uh, she thought that her husband should be inducted, too, because he's been her son, her co-writer and, and guitarist he is. since the beginning. Is he is he getting inducted as well? Neil Geraldo. Geraldo, yeah. yeah. He's he's being inducted also. Okay. It's, See, I wasn't sure. I, I I the impression I got was that he wasn't Well, from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees list that is from their website under performer category, it says both of them. Okay. Well so Yeah. And uh, you're right, they both deserve to be in there. Right. Because I like I said, he's been her co writer and songs. Well he's pretty much written all the music. Yeah. For all of her songs since the beginning, so yeah, so I think it's definitely time that she gets in. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I know a lot of people don't like Duran Duran, but I think it's time for Duran Duran to get in. Also, yeah, no, they were huge, and they're you know, I I guess you could argue about their rockness, but the thing at is, a time when they were around, that was that was pop rock, you yeah. know. And the thing is, like when the when the announcement for the inductees was made, the CEO of the Hall of Fame, whoever, whoever he is. Uh, I think he is the CEO, but anyway, he makes the, he, when he was you know, going through the list, he was even like at the very beginning, he was even talking about how diverse this group is and how influential this group was. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think influence is something that they really put a high priority on in the rock and roll hall of fame. Duran Duran was definitely influential, especially Absolutely. in the late, late half of the eighties, early part of the nineties. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't see any any uh, artists that came out. Even even alternative bands are probably mildly influenced. Oh, absolutely! By, I guarantee it. By it, you know, by the by them. So I don't have. I don't know what the problem is at this point in the game. Because here's the thing: people look at the list every year, and if they don't like, if they're not a fan of any of those artists, they don't think and they, they be in and there. they and they're uh, you know a fan of a you know heavy metal band or a thrash metal band from the 80s that's their that's the band that they'll die on the hill for and if they're not inducted all the rest of them are shit yeah and that's the opinion that i've seen people have over and over over there's there's artists that are in the hall of fame that i am not a fan of oh absolutely and there's some artists in there i i don't personally believe they should be there i don't think i don't think the foo fighter should have got in last year but you know that's my opinion eh, i mean eh, is it just the timing or you don't think they should be in there at all i don't think i don't think they should be in there i don't i don't think their body of work or their influence is at a level yet where they were worthy to be included Mm. or inducted should they eventually be in the hall of fame that's yeah yeah, i mean that's what i mean so it's it's just timing yeah all right well i I can't really argue with you on that because i mean i don't i don't see it but 
if you said they shouldn't be in there at all, that I'd probably have to argue with you. Well, about. I mean, that's kind of hard to say because, you know, they're still a band and they're, you know, they still well, have theoretically, theoretically, yeah. you know, they're probably still a band mm-hmm. and they probably will continue their career. So who knows what they could go on and do. But if you're going to make influence a big factor, have they always made influence a big factor though? That's the question. I think Is so. Is that new? I think so. No, I think they always have. Cause even in the very beginnings we'll, and we'll get to some of the, some of the musicians that are included, but every year there's people that are included that you're like, okay, if you're just looking at like a specific, if you're looking at rock and roll, mm-hmm. these artists probably shouldn't be included. But if you look at influence, their influence on rock and roll, their influence on music in general, they absolutely deserve to be included. Mm. So I think I think they've always. Oh, put I personally think you should have a little bit of both, but <clears throat> yeah, but I think they've know, always had. And yeah. I and, and to be fair, even the artists I don't like, or not a huge fan of, I think they they hit both marks. Yeah, for you know, for me. They hit the influence mark. They hit the uh, significance mark in their in, their, in terms yeah. of their output. So yeah, well, like the next one, Eminem. I did that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's I, that goes yeah. without saying. Eminem is probably one of the most influential musicians of the last twenty years mm. of the two thousands. He, I mean, it, it just he has been. He's been influential on rap. He's been influential on rock. Mm. You know, it, it's and, and people. A lot of people had a problem with Eminem being included. This oh, week, I know. As people had a lot of a big problem with Dolly Parton being included. Also, we'll right. get to her. But, um, you know, see, uh, Eminem is an example of someone. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of his stuff, but I I understand the argument. I see what you mean. He's definitely he's hugely influential. Yeah. Um, and he's you know within within his with what he's done, it's been very he's talented in what he does. Mm-hmm. So, and there's no question that there's, I don't want to say popularity because popularity can be taken taken yeah. in different ways, but his output is solid, yeah, and consistent. Mainstream, yeah. I mean, mainstream again. It's, it can have dangerous it, it, connotations. It yeah, okay, not you know, using it with a negative connotation. Right, right. Um, so, but I'm trying. I was trying to find he, ways to say it without he, saying that. He's but, he's the highest selling rapper in music history. Right, right. And he's good at what he does. Yeah. There's no question I about he is. that. Maybe Kanye might have passed him, but right. well, he's definitely one of them. Right. So, I mean, what are they going to do in 15 years when Kanye's in there? Kanye better get in the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But anyway, uh, no, I, I will say that. That's uh, your opinion, but I <laughs> I can't comment on his quality, the quality of his music because I only I can only get to see his his pot, you know, his um, personal life. Yes, his, per, I, his personal life aside. There's a by the way, have you watched the the Kanye documentary? No, I probably watch it. Won't. It's really fucking good. Yeah, because it's because no it's not because it's not from Kanye didn't make it, it so was, it's going to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it shows a lot of stuff that you know. The reason that it didn't get made until now is I don't think Kanye wanted it to come out for a long time. Yeah, because a lot of these videos and stuff, it's all home videos shot from a guy that was he was a music because Kanye is from Chicago, right? And then he, this guy had like a underground like music hip hop. Uh, like cable access show back mm. in the in the late nineties, and happened to interview Kanye one day, and they became friends, and then he ended up being like his unofficial videographer for like the next until like Kanye got really big, and then 
this guy went off and had his own life. Didn't talk to Kanye for like a decade or more mm -hmm. until he started making this, putting this documentary together. And it's really interesting to watch Kanye, like as a struggling musician, like mm. the the shit that he went through just to get his first record made. Where, you know, he was signed to a major label. Uh, the label would not give him studio time, wouldn't help him with anything. Mm -hmm. He was borrowing studio time by doing like features with other artists and selling beats and things like that just to kind of get his first album made. Right. And it's kind of interesting to see everything he kind of went through. And like but that the, doesn't justify his behavior or his attitude. No, or. but it really kind of, I think it really kind of shows like the, the mental health issues that really have been on ongoing throughout his whole life mm. and like because at the very beginning he he was a normal kind of fucking person mm. and then like over the course of this documentary you see like the bigger slide that he goes through like mentally throughout his career it's really interesting to watch it's not really like it's not like i said it's not like kanye directing this right you know, it's somebody outside of his circle that put the, put all these videos and stuff together so like i said if you are a music fan, you're interested at all, definitely check out the Kanye West uh, documentary because it's very, like I said, it gave me a whole new appreciation of at least how he got his first album made and the struggles he went through to kind of get it made. But um, I, I need to watch Game of Thrones first. <laughs> finish, finish Game you, of Thrones. You've been trying to watch that for years now. two years now. Yeah. I will say that a lot of people that I saw on social media had a big problem with Eminem. Because of some of the homophobic language that Eminem, Eminem has used, especially right. early on in his career. And even though, like, Eminem, like, even at the very beginning of his career, talked about, like, he, he said it multiple times that this is a, you hear me on my albums, this is a character I'm playing. Right. This is not how I feel. This is not how I am. These songs are a representation of that slim, shady character. Right. Or and things that he observes around him, too. I yeah. Imagine he's... You know, any any good writer is going to use observational uh, experience, yeah. not necessarily their own personal experience, but observational experience within their writing. Yeah. It's just natural. But I remember, like, I remember, like, one comment in particular, and this wasn't somebody that commented on my video or on our YouTube channel. It was just like a, on a social media post about the Hall of Fame induction, and this guy was like. Something along the lines of, you know, oh well, you know, when he apologizes for being uh homophobic then i'll support him and i'm like he kind of already has like he's like he's been uh 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 really good friends with elton john for almost Years. two decades actually yeah. elton john was eminem's sponsor when he helped eminem get clean uh -huh. and for 10 years was eminem's sponsor right when uh, Elton John got married. Do you know what he? Yeah, the, I've, I've seen that. I've gave, seen the gave, interview. Like diamond plated uh, dildos or something. No, no, no cock, cock rings. rings. That's what they were. Yeah. Cock rings. Because he was on um, Graham Norton. Yeah. Graham Norton. Cause, cause have you used them? He's like, no. Because <laughs> that's what you know. A homophobic person gives gay a gay couple. Right. You know, it's like. Well, first of all, a homophobic person would not even acknowledge the gay that. couple getting married. But, but that's what I'm saying, though, is like people see or have this image of Eminem in early in his career with some of the outlandish stuff that he did, you know, on like, you know, uh, uh, you know, award shows and things like that. Right. And like, and not really understanding that it was all like uh, a bit, it was all a character. Mm -hmm. They, they see that character and they think that's him and they pass judgment on him for that and not really know 
the backstory behind it. But anyway, I, I think Eminem definitely deserves to be in there. Yeah. The arrhythmics. No, arith- I'm not a big fan, but I agree. He definitely does. The arrhythmics, I think, is somebody all you know, another group that deserves to be yeah, in there. Yeah, on the same level as Duran Duran. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, we already mentioned Dolly Parton. I know Dolly Parton originally said that she didn't want to be included because she didn't consider herself rock and roll and then backtrack that. Yeah, but I think because she probably had that preconceived notion that a lot of other people do that it's strictly rock and roll and not the influences that rock and roll has had or country throughout. music yeah yeah i mean it, it's all it's all blended into rock yeah. and roll that's kind of what makes rock and roll cool is it's it's not just one thing it's going to be interesting to see music uh and i will say on dolly parton real quick she's been hugely influential Absolutely. In, in, in music and rock music she's one of the most covered artists in music history mm-hmm. she definitely deserves to be in there but i will say that like it's gonna be really interesting in 25 to 30 years because bands today don't really aren't really defined by genres right you know you you look at a rock artist now and a lot of most newer rock artists you know there's there's definitely rock influence there there's also electronic influence Mm. they've got songs that have you know hip-hop or r&b uh influence to it so they've got tracks that have rap influence to it it's rock music today is just like a it's it's almost it's it's genreless mm-hmm. almost and that's why it's gonna be interesting in 25 to 30 years to see the fights that people throw or, or the fits that people throw when they go to in, induct somebody oh well they're not rock well i mean the same thing started happening in the 70s when you know rock and roll started out at the is, is you know the elvis the buddy holly the even the beatles and the stones yeah is not what like you compare a band like yes or kansas or emerson lake and palmer to the beatles yeah it, there's there's if the beatles are rock and roll then those other artists are not in that in in that very yeah. narrow sense yeah. so it, it all started then because that was when started blending genres yeah. and now you're right it's even bigger and there's a lot more genres to blend and now you're dealing with blending not just separate genres but influences from artists who blended other genres so yeah. you got you know this group blended jazz and classical and this other group did world ethnic music and yeah. now it's all in the same area it's just yeah. it's all blended together it's but the funny thing is, like, and, uh, you know, people hate Machine Gun Kelly. You can think whatever you want about him. But he's gotten a lot of shit because he had a rap career. Mm-hmm. And then he did a couple of rock albums. And now he said that his next album he's going to go back and do a rap album because that's what he wants to do. Because that's how genres operate in twenty in the 2020s. Right. You know, a lot of people do that. A lot of people were like, because there's more freedom in music now. Yeah, I think people because so many different kinds of subgenres are popular. People are like, "Look, I don't, I, I don't, I, I'm not just pigeonholed as a rock musician, right? Or I'm not just pigeonholed as a country musician. I can go off and do whatever. You know, uh, what's his name? Uh, big country music singer, Garth yeah. Brooks. Garth Brooks got a bunch of shit when he went off and did the Chris Gaines album, which is a rock album. Which actually, if you sit down and listen to it. It's actually a pretty good album. Is it mind-blowing? No. It's a really good rock album. And Garth Brooks got a bunch of shit over that. It was actually supposed to be a soundtrack to a movie. The whole movie idea got scrapped because of the pushback against it. If he were to do that now, it wouldn't be a fucking issue. Because no one fucking cares. Because everyone fucking does it. Because if you're a country musician, 
you can release a fucking rap album if you want, and no one cares. Right. You might piss off some of your like hardcore country fans. Right. But you know whatever. You have the freedom now in the 2020s that you know if you came up and you were you know found if you were found by a, a label and they put you on your on that label you don't, you don't have to do the music that they dictate to you anymore right you're not stuck in that genre you can do whatever you want you know it's like uh pink when she first came out her first album is very hip hop r&b kind yeah. of album and she was quickly able to because how popular she got she was quickly able to kind of pivot and do kind of her own thing but still having some of that influence right but still kind of doing some of her own thing. And she's done rock and whatever now, you know, over the course of the past, you know, 20, 20 years, years also. Yeah. At least 20 years um, now. You know, people think, people look at uh, Miley Cyrus. And like, oh my God, you know, it's Billy Ray, Billy Ray Cyrus's daughter. It's Hannah Montana. They have this idea about her. But if you go back and listen to Plastic Hearts, it's actually a really fucking good album. It's a really good 80s rock album. She actually has, I think, Joan Jett's on there. She's got some other 80s musicians that play with her on that album. It's really good. People yeah. don't fucking listen to it, though, because they're like, oh, it's Hannah Montana. Right. You know? I, I I only know her, like, her hits, you know, post, even post yeah. Hannah Montana. I will say that. Like I think, Wrecking Ball and stuff like yeah. that. You know, I, and, and Plastic Hearts is not like that. I think if, mm-hmm. if, if someone were to take the Miley Cyrus name off of that and just put that album out, people would have loved it. Yeah. People would have loved that album. You know, John Mayer released an 80s rock album. It's not that great. It's good. You know, it's okay. I've never listened to that either. I probably should. Yeah, it's good. It's, you know, it's... Because I got a soft spot in my heart for the 80s. It's, Anything it's 80s. Definitely, it definitely has some 80s, uh, you know, it definitely sounds like an 80s-ish kind of album. Okay. Obviously mixed with 2020 music, but, right. you know, it definitely has some 80s influence. And Plastic Hearts is the same way. I think Plastic Hearts is the name of the album. But, mm. uh, yeah, so... You know, if you haven't checked out those albums, definitely check them out. Well, I just think a lot of people are, you 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 limit yourself to what's available out there. You never know, you know, 99.9% of the stuff you, you look at, you may hate, but it's that 0.1% of the stuff you're like, wow, yeah. I never would have listened to that yeah. otherwise. Yeah. And there's um, been a lot of music over the last couple of years that... You know, to be completely honest, I probably would have never listened to. Mm-hmm. But once I finally gave it a shot, whether if it's people on Facebook or whatever recommending it, then I'm like, well, shit, why wasn't I listening to this fucking years ago? Right. I know you don't love it, but Ghost would be a perfect example of that. You, I like, I like, I, I, when I first listened to Apira, I was not a big fan of the album. It has yeah. definitely grown on me. Right. But my point is, is that before that, you hadn't listened to Ghost. I'd listened to, uh, I mean, I'd heard a couple of tracks before, nothing right. like, but I never, like, depth, I never yeah. like sat down and listened to an album, no. Right. Uh, but that's an example. I'm just, just throwing out an example, you know. And Ghost, I think, is a great example because I'm not a metal person at right. all. I'm like, I am not a fucking metal fan. And that's a good album. Yeah. It is. I would argue it's not really as metal as some of their other stuff, but yeah, yeah you're, yeah, it, I get what you mean. So, well, that, that album you're, that Sean bought, that Sabadon. You said that was pretty good, and that's yeah, definitely that's metal. that's definitely metal. Because yeah. I listened to it on on, you, on uh, Spotify. It, yeah. It's metal, for sure. Yeah. It's not it's, a bad metal. It's, it's not an album I would have, I'd never sit down and listen to right, it. But, right. you know, it's 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 an okay album. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so then we'll get the, we're not even through the performers yet. But uh, So Lionel Richie got in. Some albums that he's released albums, but. 
He has, but you I don't know. think he he never he never. Hey, the man can dance on the stage. <laughs> I was just gonna he's, say he's fine. He I'll, can get into the, <laughs> the rock and roll hall. I he definitely off of, and I think it's just it, it's more so outside of his his solo career. It's the stuff he did with um, Commodores. With Commodores also. Now are are they in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I I think they are because I I mean. I don't know. I guess he's had probably more more singles like hits type, well singles hits, than the Commodores. But it would be weird that he got in before them. Uh, and I will say that the Commodores have a lot of hits that people don't even know are Commodores. Songs. Right, that's true too. There's a lot of stuff where people probably think it's a Lionel Richie. Richie, right? So well, Easy Like not. Sunday Morning was a Commodore song. Yes, yep. Um, it doesn't. I don't. It doesn't look like they're on the Rock and Roll. Oh, uh, hold on. No, they're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So, but uh, the Commodores will probably get in eventually. Eventually, yeah. But you know, so yeah, I, I, I can. That's what I'm saying, though. Is like this year's list, I can see all of them, right. or at least all of the performers getting performers. In. Yeah, even Carly Simon, which I don't. Carly Simon is one that uh, I, I can, think it's an influence influencing for her. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was going to get to because I can see Carly Simon. Yeah, she had some some good music. You know, it, it it's hard to put her in over other musicians that have been way more influential, right? That aren't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But I think she's. You're definitely right. She mm-hmm. has been one of the most influential female singer songwriters mm-hmm. of the past. Well, I know several years. male artists who were influenced by her. Yeah. You know, so, so she definitely get, deserves to be there. Then you get uh, in the Musical Excellence Award category, Judas Priest, which I know some people got mad because Judas Priest didn't get in on the performers list, which I'm fine with them doing Musical Excellence. That's fine. Just right. put them in the damn Hall of Fame. Right. Judas Priest, like I said, I'm not a fucking metal person. I'm not a metal fan or heavy metal, whatever you want to call them. I'm not a Judas Priest fan. They deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Like, they are a hugely influential band. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely more of a fan than you are, for sure. Yeah. I'm so. a fan, like... I like the earlier part of their career. Mm. I'm, I'm more a fan of some of the stuff that they did, uh, you know, then. But uh, you know, whatever. I, like I said, I think they deserve to be there. Uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, they deserve to be there. They're 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 there primarily for their production work and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but they, it all that all goes to the same thing. You know? Do you know who they are? They're part not, of the time. Not, they're part of the time. Okay. Uh, which the time should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. They, I, I definitely think they deserve to be in there. It's good to see Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis get in there. You know, the, hopefully, eventually, the time will get in there to join them. Yeah. But like I said, they're my, primarily there for the production work. Right. Uh, early Influence Award, you can't argue with either one of these. Harry Belafonte, who is, you know, one Belafonte. of the most influential artists of the 20th century, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, and Elizabeth Cotton. If you don't know who Elizabeth Cotton is, make sure you go check out her history. She's a, like the er, she was a early like blues kind of musician, really early, uh, very influential in early uh, blues music. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cool thing is about Elizabeth Cotton is she played the guitar left-handed, but she pl- didn't restring her guitar. So she basically so, just played it upside down. So she played her guitar upside down, mm-hmm. and the uh, the the they created. They called it the cotton picking style of of guitar playing hmm. after Elizabeth Cotton. So. Interesting. I've seen a, I've seen a couple old, very old videos of her playing. 
Yeah. So, yeah. you know, so they definitely, I think it's great that Elizabeth Cotton finally gets recognition. Mm-hmm. And I think so, that's something that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has done really well over the last several years is to go back to these early musicians and recognize them for the outstanding work that they did that unfortunately they weren't recognized for during their life. Right. And even finding some of these ones that people may not even know of. And, but, yeah. but, you know, you talk to this artist or that artist, like, oh, yeah, I know that, you know, yeah, that's absolutely. huge. Yeah. There's probably a ton of artists like that. that absolutely. That we don't even know about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then we get down to the Ahmet Ertgen Award, which uh, Ahmet Ertgen, I believe, was a, uh, I think it was someone with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I remember, I, I looked up uh, last year when I did a video about him, but. I don't remember exactly who he was, but anyway, this is the, this is like the non-performer category. I think is what this used to be called. So you got a couple again there. Uh, J- Jimmy Iovine absolutely deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's one of the biggest music uh, producers and engineers of the, at least the 1980s and early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was a producer on Belladonna. Actually, him and um, what's her name had a uh, what's uh, Steve Nicks. Steve Nicks. Yeah. God, I'm having a hard time with names tonight. But uh, him and Steve Nicks had a, actually a romantic relationship there for a while. But uh, Jimmy's done about a lot of great stuff over his career. Jimmy also helped was a co-founder of Beats that uh, with with Dr. Dre. Hmm. Of course, they sold that to Apple for billions of dollars. But uh, right. so Jimmy's been very influential over the last forty years in music. So definitely deserves to be in there. Sylvia Robinson. She uh, was a big uh, early, she did like, uh, she was a founder of one of the early hip hop labels in the 70s. Mm. So, like Sugar Hill Records is, is, okay, is, is what she with founded. Them, so, yeah. so, like Sugar, oops, <clears throat> sorry. So, like Sugar Hill Gang and things like that, mm-hmm. the, she helped kind of found that early part or that uh, early kind of version of, of hip hop. So, mm-hmm. I think she definitely deserves to be there. And then that kind of brings us to Alan Grubman. Which Alan Grubman is a an attorney. That's that, it. That I don't think deserves to be in there. right. I did a whole video. I shouldn't say that. I did this like long YouTube video that uh, where I went over all the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stuff. This is I guess kind of like a shortened audio, or I guess a long audio version of mm. what I talked about on there. And then like at the end of the video, I talked about Alan Grubman, and people got so fucking pissed. They were like, oh, you should have – why did I have to wait nine and a half minutes to, to hear you get to, to Alan Grubman? Because he's the last because, on the list. I'm like, because it's like – well, he's third from last on the list. But, I, I mean, it's like last on the list as far as like anyone would even care. I know that. Care, and I was know? like – and so people were really pissed. That, they wanted to hear you rant. Yes. So because the video – and I did kind of a clickbaity kind of thing. I, I The title of the video was something along the lines of – this person doesn't belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But the whole rest of the video, like, the video was about more than just Alan Grubman. Right. The video was about how rock music has progressed and changed and how rock music and hip-hop and rap and country music and blues are all branches of the same fucking tree. Right. And people, and basically telling people that they need to evolve their idea of what rock music is was kind of like a big part of that video. And then at the end of it, I got to Alan Grubman. And like mm-hmm. I said, people were mad. People wanted me to do, well, you should have done a completely separate video just for Alan Grubman. No, because I don't want to just rant about some guy for four minutes and then just, because that's not, that's not the kind of channel we have. Right. You know, for the most part, we try to keep it as positive as we can. So yeah, it was, 
you know, there was definitely more to that video than just Alan Grubman. But Alan Grubman is just an attorney. He signed, he did uh, some big contracts in music history. He's also a co-founder of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I just thought it seemed kind of shady and, and you know, very... It's kind of self-serving in yes, a sense. Yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Self-congratulation, yeah. like, uh, congratulatory or whatever. But... Uh, uh, but apparently, it's not the it's not the first time that they've done that. Yeah. Someone made a comment in on that video and said that uh, they've done it several times before for like outgoing, like high ranking members in the hall. And I'm like, that's fine if they want to do that. Have a separate fucking category right. for that. Have yeah, have a Hall of Fame Hall of Fame kind yes. of category. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Don't just like slide him in there right. in the non performers category, which is what the I'm at Ertgen Award is. But uh, I don't know. I think it's a great list. I I, I I'm looking forward to the ceremony this year. It's going to be on HBO, I think, in like November or something like that. It'll be on HBO Max, and I can watch it. Yeah, I mean, I have HBO, and they, just and they not, do, I they do like, the, the whole concert and all that stuff too. So it's going to be great to see all yeah. that. I still haven't gotten around because I, I heard that Cat um, Stevens' performance when he, he was inducted was really it was good. absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I watched that. So I haven't gotten around to seeing it yet. Then that was probably the first time. Gosh, what year was that? That was probably 2014. No, I think it's been since I moved back to Michigan. I moved back. Oh, okay, maybe it's 16. Because I watched it like right here. I watched it down here in the basement. <clears throat> Did you? So I had to been like 20, 2016, 2017, something like that. Well, let's take a look here. But it was a fantastic performance, and that was like like I said, that was the first time I'd I I've watched the performances in probably a decade or more. Mm-hmm. But um, 2014. Okay, so the is that you probably watched it that. Oh, because I moved here in, in the beginning and part of 2015, so right. it must have just been on, I guess. But yeah, yeah he's uh, it was 2014 according to this. Okay, I'll just make sure I'm not uh, speaking out of turn. Yeah, 2014, and he was inducted by Art Garfunkel under performers. Who did he Who did he sing with in the <clears> performance? <throat> Do you remember? I, I haven't watched it. I, I was wondering if it sat on there. No, it didn't. It was just uh, like his, whatchamacallit, page. I mean, there's plenty of YouTube videos about it, but. Maybe he didn't perform with somebody. I thought he did, though. Hmm. It was the Peace Train performance that everyone was raving about. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember what he's saying, but I remember it was good. So, and that was a good year. That was uh, Peter Gabriel went in that year. Hall and Oates, Kiss, Nirvana, and Linda Ronstadt, and Cat Stevens. Hmm. Yeah, it would have been a good year. I, I'm not a big fan of Kiss, but it's hard to it's argue. Hard, it's hard to argue with their influence. Yeah, you, you know? can't argue that. Oh. I don't know. I, I that's kind of all I had about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I just, uh, yeah. I thought, you know, I like I said, I it'll be out later this year and. I'm sure people, once it's on HBO, people will be bitching and complaining about it again. So. Right. Because every single time, because obviously we're in southeastern Michigan, so Eminem gets posted a lot about, especially with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stuff. I knew he was going to be a lock when he was, uh, you know, performing at the ha- halftime show for the at the Super Bowl earlier this year. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so that kind of stuff gets posted a lot on social media, so people like to whine and complain about that. But Yeah, I'm sorry. I've, I've, I mean, I've always been aware, but I'm really starting to see it, like, kind of taking over everything where it's just... People are just bitching about everything. Yeah. You know, the littlest detail. Uh, we've had a podcast for five years where we just bitch and complain about yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I think I think for the most part, we're pretty reasonable about the shit we bitch about. That's true. 
I, at least I, I hope we are. At least I, well, I just bitch and complain about people bitching and complaining, but. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times oh, that's what we're Almost doing. on a weekly basis. <laughs> right. So. I will say that, uh, so it looks like Pat Benatar, so the way, the way she is inducted, she's inducted just under Pat Benatar. Right. But then it says, like, induction members, it has her and her husband. Gotcha. So, he's definitely included. Good. Yeah, but, I mean, like I said, I, I can't see why he wouldn't be, I mean. There is much a <clears throat> a writing duo as McCartney and Lennon, so you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I. What, I guess I people can email us at uh, life, life in general pod at gmail dot com. Hit us up on Facebook, and that's uh, that's about all we got. Until next time, talk to y'all later. Peace. What the hell was that? I got. I'm gonna gargle some glass. That no, my throat feels fine. Talk to y'all later. Let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you took over, so you wanna hang. Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub. Hoping you get you some. This hit like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Notice, see the sign. That's some dollar sign. Notice, sick as fuck. Now they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Now you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the car, Billy. Oh shit. Right now, and I'm smiling in your face, bitch. With a ghost smile, you should probably make placement to your eye. Niggas sick as fuck. Standing with niggas. Who died for that party? Who died for some bitches who showing their bodies? Swear to God, nigga, this Molly got me up and rolling. These bodies of water. Bring that shit in bottles. Shut the party that hit when we style it.